0: Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts and the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 2 and 9 through 16. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you, to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. They will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent will trample underfoot. Those who love me I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. Exodus chapter 6 verses 1 through 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. Indeed, by a mighty hand he will let them go. By a mighty hand he will drive them out of his hand, of his land. God also spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established a covenant with them, to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they resided as aliens. I have also heard the groaning of the Israelites from the Egyptians who are holding the slaves, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will free you from the burdens of the Egyptians and deliver you from slavery to them. I will redeem you in it with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. You shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land that I swore to give you to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession, I am the Lord. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they would not listen to Moses, because of their broken spirit and their cruel slavery. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go and tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites go out of this land. But Moses spoke to the Lord, The Israelites do not listen to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me, poor speaker that I am? Thus the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. And gave them orders regarding the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, charging them to free the Israelites from the land of Egypt. Acts chapter 7, verses 35 through 42. It was this Moses whom they rejected when they said, Who made you a ruler and a judge? And whom God now sent as both ruler and liberator through the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He led them out, having performed wonders and signs in Egypt at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up a prophet free from among your own people, as he raised me up. He is the one who is in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our ancestors, and he received living oracles to give to us. Our ancestors were unwilling to obey him. Instead they pushed him aside, and in their hearts they turned back to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make gods for us who will lead the way for us. As for this Moses who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has happened to him. At that time they made a calf, offered a sacrifice to the idol, and reveled in the works of their hands. But God turned away from them and handed them over to the worship of the host of heaven. As it is written in the book of the prophets, Did you offer to me slain victims and sacrifices forty years in the wilderness, Ahas of Israel? Good morning and welcome to Friday after Ash Wednesday. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 91, Exodus 6 and Acts 7. And yesterday we talked, uh, the the reading included Stephen's uh, summary of the Old Testament and Moses' um, interactions and, and leadership. I thought it was important to point out a couple of things um so one in in the back of my mind one of the animating questions that fueled my like deep dive into you know the first century soldiers and all the rest um was a question that i had that was put to me um by a toxic pacifist back when we were on talking terms and they said you know it'd be it'd be easier for me to, to kind of see where you're going if I understood what you thought, you know, the original purpose of the military was. Because I, I made this point using Walter Wink's language, who's a pacifist. He said, the powers are, created, are all created good. Everything's created good. But they have fallen, they're corrupt, and they're in need of redemption. And I put that to the military. I believe the military was good, created good, has become corrupt, and is finally in need of redemption. And so what does it mean that the military w- was created good by God? You know, what does is, what is the military even mean? And that's been an underwriting question for me as I've kind of dug into in you know, the first century context and also the Old Testament, like, what is it saying about the the military? And I don't have it fully fleshed out yet, but the the... Biblical theory of the military that I'm working on is something like the armies, the host. This word sabah um, it actually means something like assemble. There's a noun and a verb sabah, seba, um, and the King James renders it hosts, um, but uh, and the NIV is usually armies or hosts. Um, and it literally means like array, something like layered or something. And This is mirrored in the Greek stratia and stratos. Um, and so when it says the the armies, it really means something like the assemblers, those who assemble, um, because when you assemble, it's not always to go to war. Usually, not usually, The I'll say that God's intended purpose, God's perfect purpose for Saba. Um, because I believe that nonviolence is compulsory under uh, Christianity um, and was pointed toward in the Old Testament. Um, but the intended purpose of Saba, or the the perfect, the good, the clear purpose of Saba was for the census. In Joshua, they formed up into armies or companies or hosts by tribe to receive the land. Uh, <clears throat> so... Um, this word saba is very similar to the Greek Septuagint and the New Testament, where it usually uses stratia, which means arrays or layers, from the root or the 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 uh, perfect, infinite word uh, stratos. Or wait, is it backwards? Stratos is a noun. Stratia is the abstract, imperfect, or indefinite, or whatever the hell it is. Um, and similarly, stratos... Is used both as you know. If you think of the stratosphere, the layers, right? The first time it appears, in fact, is in Genesis one. The first time uh, Sabah and Stratia appear is in Genesis when um, it is the uh, the heavens and all their array, their Sabah, their Stratia, their array or their layers, their armies. Um, and so I bring this up now. Because part of this biblical theory of the military is like, what, what function does the military play in Israelite society, and who sits at its peak? Like Joshua sits at the top of the human uh, host of the human assembly. Um, that doesn't doesn't mean he's in charge, but like, what is his role? Is it, um, and what do people owe that person? There's a parallel in priests. Priests sacrifice. They bring the people close to God. Uh, that's the the, the sacrifice. Of the korban um, is literally; it's a verb to, that means to bring close. The sacrifice uh, brings people close to God, and that is the the distilled function of the priest and the high priest who does the Kippur, and who does Passover. Now, who is this person at top of the military? And the military is the assembly, right? And they are made up of gibor chayil, which means mighty men, or strong, able-bodied men. I believe it is gender-specific, but I'm not, I'm not positive. Um, and uh, certainly they sometimes go to war, milchama. Um, God is called a man of war, is milchama. Um, but that is like a, a secondary uh, kind of function. The military instead, I think, is somewhere between to rule... Radach, which is the first thing that humans are told to do in Eden, to rule over. Um, And if you're thinking about an imperial crown, you've got it wrong. Think about literally a ruler. You know, like inches and centimeters. They are to rule. They are to order. They are to keep in stride God's creation. And so the person at the top is something is either a ruler or, in the Old Testament Israelite tradition. A judge, and here we see that in Stephen, oh, no, I'm sorry, um, in uh, oh, yeah, maybe it is Stephen, when Moses is, when Moses kills the Egyptian who was oppressing and and beating a Hebrew slave, that he kills them, and it's seen by two other Hebrew slaves, and they ask Moses, "Oh, are you a ruler and a judge over us?" Um. And it was this, it's this sarcastic comment, and the, the tragedy is that Moses is an Israelite. But beneath that sting of rejection is, that is the, that is the name, or that is the, the function for which the person atop exists, to rule, order, and to judge. And we see this later after Joshua, the judges are the leaders of Israel. It's not hereditary, it's not about power, it's about maintaining God's just... Creative order, um, and secondly, the uh, the other thing I'll close with this because I'm, I know I'm going long. Um, the when Stephen is giving this um, this speech before he's killed, he says, "Our ancestors were unwilling to obey Moses." That is what is due to or through this military or this ordered channel, which is obedience, not to the human ruler, but to God through. The human ruler, um, and that's why David can be can serve in this function without being, you know, an idol, because it goes through the ruler; it doesn't go to the ruler. And then, secondly, back to this stratia and array, uh, Stephen goes on to say that um, God turned them over to the worship of the host of heaven, the stratia of heaven, the armies of heaven. And so, uh, one of the, the another thing with the biblical. Theory of military services, how is it created? Well, um, the armies of heaven before Earth was created, you know they, they, these are the angels. These are the armies of heaven, the layers and the armies and the hosts of heaven. And they fell. And so I think Milton has it right when he names all these gods, um, Canaanite gods. He, na- he gives the angels who have fallen, he gives them these names. And I think that fits within the Israelite cosmology of, you know, this order was created and it's corrupt, first with the angels, then with people. Um, But the armies of heaven um, are the angels, um, or the angels, to return to Walter Wink's language, the, the, the forces, the powers, the angels over certain aspects of Canaanite, you know, society, which really do exist and yet are are created and formed and shaped by the evils and the, you know, the, the transgressions of us here on earth. And so it's like this two-way street. Um, but anyway, I, I thought that was important to point out um, as I'm trying to understand, you know, what does it mean to be a soldier in a Christian understanding? You kind of have to paint that out like, what's the underwriting, you know, kind of aspect of it and then what's the specific aspect of it. But that's what I've been thinking lately Um, and these readings kind of brought it forward in my mind and I wanted to share that with you. So if you have thoughts, uh, shoot me a line. I'm on Twitter at IamLoganAmai or as I said before, I hope you'll join uh, the Pew Pew Crew, the private social network for Christian soldiers at Co. A prayer for sound government from the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, our Governor, bless the leaders of our land that we may be a people at peace among ourselves and a blessing to other nations of the earth. Teach our people to rely on your strength and to accept their responsibilities to their fellow citizens, that they may elect trustworthy leaders and make wise decisions for the well-being of our society, that we may serve you faithfully in our generation, and honor your holy name. For yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at Patreon.com slash You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less.